You're listening to Be Still and Grow, a GCC Ladies podcast with Catherine, Heather, and Nicole, where we dive into deep theological topics and real-life issues through the art of conversation. So take a seat at the table with us. If people did not know, that was Spanish. Just FYI. And that's where um, it ends. Yes. That's where it ends. That's all I know. I can count to 10, and that's about it, but barely. But that's also in English, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, welcome to the Be Still and Grow GCC Ladies Podcast. I promise it gets better from here, so hang Please on. Lord. Right. So. Uh, today, we have two special guests with us. We have the wonderful Casey Bird, and then we also have the wonderful Devin Howe. Whoop How are y'all today? Hi. Thank y'all for coming on the podcast. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we typically will, um, in the beginning, we kind of talk about our weekends and what we've been up to, but we kind of switching it up today, <laughs> so... <laughs> My mind has been full of something very important, and I feel like we need to discuss that, if that's okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. So, I found out today that Pop-Tart makes Eggo waffle-flavored Pop-Tarts. Hmm. How shocking is that? (laughs) (laughs) My first thought is, is the filling syrup? That's what my thought was. I'm like, does it taste like an Eggo waffle, or is it just syrup? Like or maybe it's like maple flavor, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to imagine because so much of a waffle is the mm. texture. Yeah, for mm-hmm. me, like I, I don't know. It's the rest of it's kind of bland, kind of yeah. bland. So I don't really understand that. Yeah, I was very, very confused. I like I, th- I thought about it way too much today, <laughs> but because I was like, because who thought that? Who sat there and like, you know what? I'm having my egg waffle. I'm also having my pop tart, but I have no time <laughs> to eat both of these. I've got to combine them. <laughs> It's like the breakfast corn dog. Right. Yes. Okay. What? Don't yeah. play with breakfast corn dogs <laughs> now. <laughs> Those are really My good. My kids love them. I ate way too many of them when. So Claire do was they a have all well, the flavors? Well, the thing that is, pop tarts have. Well, I was like, I started thinking. I was like, there's probably like hundreds and hundreds of flavors of pop tarts. There's not. There's only 20 flavors of pop tarts. I was very enthralled. Hmm. I also have the list here. I have to pull up and also bookmark. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they have like the general flavors. Like, and I'm not hitting on pop tarts or anything. Like. I, I like Pop-Tarts. I'm not the biggest sugary Toaster person. Strudel. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. Those are good. Toaster strudels But they never good. gave you enough to like no. pour out on the thing. It was very disappointing. I like, think my brother yeah. used to take like two packs mm-hmm. of the icing. And so then we would end up. But then you like, end up with that one. Yeah. Yes. But the he second was half of the box. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, we're out of stru- Toaster Strudels. It's like the 10 buns no. and hot dogs. Like right. why? why? Right. But I have to say though, once upon a time, at the beginning of my marriage, mm. we were very frugal. And I bought yummy tarts. Oh, Ooh. I didn't know that was a thing. Does that come from the Food Depot? <laughs> oh, yes, girl. <laughs> you can get down on some food They depot. were not yummy. Oh, no, I did not. No. <laughs> they were awful. Oh. So one thing I love is Pop-Tart Bites. We had the little oh, mini yeah, ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. When we were little, I mean, I could still taste them. And then they, like, discontinued them forever. But they're back. Mm-hmm. So oh. PSA, if you did not know, they're back. And the blueberry ones are my jam. Oh. Can you eat just one pack though? There are only like five in a pack. So right. No. Okay. That's I don't know anyone pack. can that can just eat one pack. There is one pack in my car right now. There's <laughs> <laughs> one for each of us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Never yeah. Test this. Well, it's. I know. Like I said, I have. I'm not the biggest like fan. I mean, they're good. I have no problem with it. We grew up with like the basic. We got the blueberry and the strawberry. I like strawberry, mm-hmm. and so and I think people are weird if they get the ones that doesn't have the frosting on them. Like, what's the oh, that's point? Yeah. What's the point? It's like a diet pop tart. Yeah, tomorrow. it's like I don't want. The, I don't want the good part. I just want the crappy part. Give me that one. <laughs> yeah, like if the corner broke off of my pop tart and didn't have the icing on it, I throw it away. Like, why are you? Why would you eat that? Yeah, that's, that's just that's trash right there. But here's like all the kind of the interesting ones I thought they had. Like they have all the generic, you know the, the the strawberry and stuff like that, but they have a banana cream pie pop tart. That sounds mm-hmm. disgusting. Mm-hmm. Not gonna. No. Mm-hmm. They have a cinnamon sugar pretzel pop tart. I've tried that one. It's not good. Oh, okay. Is oh, it yeah. crunchy like a pretzel? Like no, or salty. It salty? has a little bit of the salt on it, but 
the pretzel part is actually really, really bland. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm. They have uh, apple fritter. That they, I could get down with. They have yeah. a Boston cream donut. <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Boston cream pie. <laughs> I mean, no, Boston yeah, cream donut. <laughs> I mean, Boston I like, dang cream it, I got it wrong. Too. <laughs> like, there's so much yeah. pressure you're pointing at me. Oh, yeah, no, I was like, really? the waves of audio. Right. I'm like, uh, no. I, was like, I need to tell the audience I'm looking at Nicole as I'm saying. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's that's your pop tart. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they have cherry, they have chocolate chip, which I was like, okay. I've okay. had chocolate chip. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. They have chocolate fudge. I do not. I don't like fudge. Mm. So I, I like the chocolate fudge ones. Those yeah, are actually, those are my favorite. Yeah. See, I just feel like it's like super fudge. sweet it's like too. Brownie, yeah, like uncooked okay. brownie. Mess. Yeah, mm. at no, that I point, like it's that. not breakfast. It's dessert. Exactly. Are, are you com- complaining about that? <laughs> warm it up in a toaster <laughs> and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, I don't even need it warm. Those are my favorite to dry but to warm. Tasting like a brownie. Yeah. They have a chocolatey churro. Confetti mm. cupcake. They Ooh. have a cookies and cream. Okay. Oh, I've, I've had that. I've one. tried oh. those too. They're not as good as oh you want. That okay. sounds awful. Is what it that d- sounds like. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a lot of sugar. But like, I love anything uh, cookies and cream. I don't care what it is. And then the one that because there's more, but we're not gonna go through them all. But there's one <laughs> <laughs> that really, when I read it, I made it was like diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> was the lemon groove. Pink lemonade. Ooh. It's just like oh, immediate. Now, wait a minute. I think I might get on board with that. Ooh, really? It's like a smoothie in the morning? Oh, like no. pink lemonade? No, no, no. I mean, no. I mean, the tartness might be nice compared <sighs> to the sweetness. Oh. Yeah. I can I it. think I would prefer that over any of the chocolate things. And I'm a chocolate girl all the way. I'm not. I so, I'll tell you, like... Um, I, I buy a lot of Pop-Tarts at gas stations because, <laughs> you know, especially when I'm driving, you know, my hour each way commute. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of places won't have the chocolate fudge and they'll have the s'mores with the, oh, yeah, the yeah. marshmallows mm-hmm. striped mm-hmm. down the middle and it's not nearly yeah. as good. So mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. I eat too many Pop-Tarts. But if I ever find those lemon whatchamacallits, I will bring them to you, Heather. Oh, and and you can try them. Yes. Because I'm going to stick is why with the chocolate. Mm-hmm. That's been so heavy on Catherine's mind all day today. It was like, <laughs> Devin can probably give me the answers to most of these <laughs> questions that I have. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's looked in my pantry before. There's usually several kinds of Pop-Tarts and a whole lot of snacks. That's why Addie's like second or third word was next. Yeah. So and why does she yeah. always want to go to Aunt Devin's house? I don't know. So here's here's a question though for you and for anyone. If you could make a pop tart flavor, what would you do? Like what would you what would you make it to be? Um, other than toaster strudel flavored. <laughs> That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope right there. I don't know about that. I'll be on board with that. I'm like, let's combine. Like, I don't got time for eating my strudel and my pop tart. Let's combine them. Like, yeah. I would. I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. If the pop tart and the Eggo waffle. I'm right. gonna try it. I, I, I feel like I'm gonna regret it, but I'm, I'm gonna try and <laughs> try and try and really hard to even remember what an eggo waffle tastes like with nothing on it. Because really I'm like, if the, oh. if the mm, pop tart tastes we ate a lot. like we an eggo waffle, <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> My kids eat them. But we, we could never get it right, though. We would always make it too crunchy or too soggy every single time. There was no in between, there was no perfect eggo waffle. <laughs> we no. ruined it every single time. It was brutal. I'm If we're looking at the breakfast mm-hmm. concept, of this dessert that we call pop tarts mm-hmm. let's be real it's just sugar <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, <not really laughs> it's, breakfast. Yes. it's all dessert oh yeah i would be curious what a bacon flavored pop tart mm, might taste bacon like maple. bacon maple Ooh, okay yeah. 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 bake it down on the bacon okay in the maple yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. the only way i'm gonna eat something maple flavored is if you you put the savory in there with it maple yeah. maple bacon donut flavor Oh. Hmm. Have you ever had a donut with mm-hmm. the maple and the bacon on it? Yeah, yeah. Donut Worry has like, them. Yeah, no. yeah donut they're pretty good. Hmm. Apparently, they're better than heirloom. Ooh. That's blasphemy. Blasphemy. It's not my opinion. <laughs> yeah, but I see a taste test in our future. Just saying, heirloom. If you ever listen to this, I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I will endorse you. There's a plug. Harpy. <laughs> <laughs> I love heirloom bake shop. Like, I'm not a donut person, but when I had heirloom, that made me a donut person. There's so, uh, there's something about so the dough, but I've never had donut worry. So I'm not knocking donut worry. If you ever listen, don't worry. <laughs> 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 I've never had your donut. So uh, until you, until I get a donut, then I'll, I'll, you know, say something. But as of right now, um, heirloom is, is by far my favorite, but let's be, let's get serious here. <laughs> so, so we could go on and on about desserts and, 
breakfast and things like that. So I'll just let that run in my mind about the Pop-Tarts for a while. And so I'll give an update later if I ever have one of the <laughs> egg waffles. I was really hoping you were going to We're going to start out. bringing Pop-Tarts what? Every like, Sunday. Where are they? We I should have had them ready to go. about that. I could have done that. My bad. <laughs> next time. Next time. But today's podcast, we're talking about community and kind of the talking about the importance of being in community. Um, I think a lot of times in our world, we, we are the lone wolf kind of people. It's like, hey, you figure it out on your own. You do this, you do that. Uh, I don't think a lot of times we, we talk about how important it is to be in community and just the, the beauties of, of that. It's, I think it's very vital in a lot of ways. Um, it's encouraging. You need people in your life to encourage you. You need people to assure you of things. Like when you're having those hard times in your life, it's so great to have people that you know you can call upon. You know you can reach out to. That you know you could go into uh, a community group and say, "Hey, these this is what I've been going through." And having those people to come around you that already know your life and that are encouraging to you. Um, I, I just don't feel like that is that is not talked about a lot um, nowadays. And so uh, one of the things that our church, Gospel Community Church here in Fayetteville does, which I love, we've been doing for over 10 years, we have community groups. And so we have our Sunday uh, corporate time together, and then we have community groups that we meet throughout the week, which uh, we usually be at someone's home where we're having dinner and just talking about the sermon and talking about our lives. So it gives you that more intimate time to get together that you don't really have on Sunday mornings. Um, and so we've been doing that for 10 years, and it is such a beautiful thing. I enjoy being a part of that for that long. And one of the cool things that we have Casey and Devin here today, both of them are community group leaders. And then also Casey is married to Charles Bird, who is head over all community groups here at GCC. And, um, and so how did that come about, Casey? Like, how did like, did y'all always have a passion for community? Or is it kind of like, hey, we need this spot filled. Y'all should take care of that. <laughs> like, what, what sparked all that? Oh, man. Um, I think deep down we've always had a spark for community. Um, just uh, walking through it, coming into uh, GCC in a church plant. Um, we knew people, but we didn't, if that made sense. We knew who people were by name, but we didn't have um, a very uh, deep connection with a lot of them. Uh, we knew Kirk and Chelsea. We knew David and Lindsay. Um, and that's about it. And so at the beginning... We were just one big community group, and so we met at Kurt McDonald's house, and we all sat around, and I remember the first question that we kind of walked through during community group was, what is the gospel? Mm-hmm. And Kirk would <laughs> randomly point, on, point at people and, like, mm-hmm. say, okay, articulate the gospel, and I'm like, please don't pick me, please don't pick me, please don't pick me. <laughs> And, um, like my heart was pounding and I'm just like, this is silly. I can't even like articulate the gospel to other people. Um, and then as we started growing, I really do think that, um, we have an open home. Um, uh, we always have, uh, when we moved out to Fettville, we said our home was going to be open 24 seven. You could call us, you could come over. We started inviting people over and the church started growing And that's when uh, Kirk, David, and Charles sat down and was like, hey, somebody needs to be over these people. Like, we can't just be one big community group anymore, which was really fun. Um, But we were outgrowing his home, and we needed to multiply. And we like to use that word specifically. We don't separate, we multiply. Um, And so Charles and I prayed about it, and we just have a love for people, and we have a love for relationships. Uh, We love to have people at our home. We love to go to people's homes. We love to dig deep. The Lord's really grown me personally at not being afraid to challenge people and to be able to ask hard questions to people. And so we just felt like the Lord placed it on our heart, and it was just kind of, here you go. And it just kind of grown, and here we are today. Yeah, I think y'all have done a beautiful, beautiful job. That that I thought that was very truthful. What you were saying is like you know you have learned to call people out and stuff like that. You called me out a couple oh, of times. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think you do it, but you do it in such a way that is it's it's so encouraging and so loving. So it's not like oh man, now I'm gonna hide away and leave this group. Mm-hmm. It's like no, no, it's it's been so helpful and and uh, incredible. I think y'all have done a phenomenal job, and it shows why y'all are still doing it ten years <laughs> later because y'all are just so good at it. And, um, and Devin, I know, like I said, you are a community group leader, but beforehand, as before anyone who are community group leaders, they are in community groups. And so what was that, that, that moment for you and Mike, um, which is, uh, your husband is also a community group leader. Um, 
what was that moment in group you're like I think we need to be community group leaders like what sparked that like how did that all come about uh, I mean, we we're in Friday night group, and at the time it was the Sandridges uh, leading the group. And, um, you know, we kind of, um, it was kind of a pass the torch situation, right? So a lot of things were going on in our group. It was growing. Uh, we were growing in it, and we had started hosting more things for the group and, and just started talking uh, to David and Cassie a little bit, too, about... Um, their desire to, to maybe take a rest um, from that. And, and even if they weren't in that time period, we just felt like, um, you know, kind of hosting and um, hospitality is, is one of the things that um, is, a, is a big thing that we want to do, yeah. um, um, possibly one of our gifts. So we were talking about it, and it, it made sense for us to um, consider hosting um, a group and and then leading a group, so um, we kind of took that journey to you know talk about it more, go through the training, um, and see where it led us. Um, so for us, it's Friday night groups are a little bit different because we can take a little bit longer, but it's it's a lot of fun to have all the all the kids. Um, going upstairs and and playing in our loft and you can hear them like elephants running upstairs and all the adults sitting around and the couches in our living room chatting sometimes we look up and it's it's 10 10 o'clock at night and we're still you know just living in community um you know sharing life with each other right um like you said you come together everybody knows what's going on with you and you can share hard stuff sometimes um, and, and you've got people there to listen and to help you through it. Yeah. So, you know, just that sharing life and opening up our home was a big thing that we felt led to do. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and once again, I think y'all have done a great job with it. It's funny <laughs> when I first started to get to know you, you and Mike, I think, I mean, I've said it many times before. It's like, I, I thought they were like some straight scholars. I was like, man, these are guys, <laughs> they know the word. And I was like, these are cool. And then like when I heard y'all story of just like starting to come into the faith and everything, and I was like what <laughs> I was so shocked and I was like because if you ever you know if you come to GCC please meet Mike Devin Mike and Devin Howe um because they are just like I feel like the essence of what community group leaders are and I think they are just they're so encouraging they're so loving and they're just they yeah they are the people that will open up their home to you and you will feel so welcomed and so like just loved and so um so I think y'all have done a phenomenal job at that and um like I said, we, we do that in our church. We have community groups. And we one of the things you hear us say a lot is that we will say that is the lifeblood of our church. Like that is, is so true because it's it's so vital. It's so beautiful to come together and talk with people and just feel like you're being seen. And so and I think that it gives people um, that opportunity for that. And, um, and they're just, I think they're just really important to have. And so um, Casey, like, how would you speak into that? Like how, how important is it for churches to have community groups? Oh man. When you say the lifeblood of the church, I mm-hmm. totally like thumbs up. I wanted to like do a hand clap over here because, <laughs> um, I think without community groups or small groups or whatever a church may call it, um, still walking life alongside one another, mm-hmm. um, that's what we're called to do. Like Sunday mornings when we're here, you know, sometimes you can put on your best face walking in on Sunday morning and then you leave and you know, like life is crazy, go to work, go to your children, all the things. And then you get to group and it's just like, okay, they're going to know me. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh goodness. They're going to know me. Like my kid's going to be crazy. My kids are coming with me now. They're not in the back. They're not checked in. Um, like my kid may break something of yours. I'm so sorry, but no. I mean, <laughs> that may have happened. That may have happened at Heather's house one time yeah, or maybe twice or three. I don't Can know. I tell them which toys to break? Uh, you can. That one. Okay. Yeah. Point out the ones that are the most annoying yeah. and right. I will send one of my boys on it. Awesome. Good. If it sings baby shark, oh, you can break it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think I know what toy you're talking about. <laughs> I think I tried to give it to you when. Benjamin yeah. loved it. I was I like, oh, like, he loves it. Let him, he can take it home. Yeah. So, <laughs> but community is beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It has been so precious to me personally. I have um, 
gotten to know so many ladies and their families so well. Um, some of my best friends have came out of community groups. We have been in and facilitated a lot of groups. Um, and in each one of those, it has been very, very hard to leave um, mm-hmm. and to be able to host another group or uh, when we moved, we had to, you know, move groups. And so it was very challenging and hard. But the deep relationships that you get from being in group and being vulnerable, you have to walk in vulnerable. Yeah. You have to walk in humble hmm. and you have to walk in transparent. Yeah. Because oh, if yeah. you don't, then it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You're still walking in with a facade on um, and you're not getting to the heart of each person and just being real like as ladies sometimes I don't know about you but sometimes like growing up and stuff it was hard for me to make real friendships mm. and I feel like now and within groups and within community like I have real friendships mm. through walking out the center of it all is that we love Jesus yeah and that's what we're pointing uh everything to yeah I know uh, I mean I've been coming to community groups for quite a while and like that was like I grew up in a church that like oh you're struggling with that cool I'll pray for you talk <laughs> to you next Sunday but it was the first time that like I would say something and they're like oh hey remember that thing you talked about like how's that going and I'm like you, you remember that mm-hmm. like I was very in the beginning like I don't know about this because y'all were very deep and like let's open up everything and I'm like <laughs> let's close it all because <laughs> yeah. like yeah. I, I grew up you in a no no <laughs> no <laughs> never <laughs> That's when I will find you. Right. <laughs> yes. I, it's happening to so. <laughs> um, But it's like, that's the family dynamic that I grew up in. It was just like, oh, you're going through an emotion? You need to tuck that away. Or, no, no, you, you deal with that on your own. And so to walk that out in a community aspect or with a family, like, that was very brand new to me. And it's like, at the time, it was like, uh, it was very uncomfortable. But now it is, I love it. And it's very helpful and encouraging when you have those rough times and, and, and such. And so it makes me think of the scripture, um, Ecclesiastes 4, 9, where it says, uh, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. And that's what I think is so beautiful about community groups is you have those people to lift you up. You know, uh, when life is hard and, you know, you're putting on a facade or anything like that, you have people there that already know your story and they know when you're doing those things, putting on that facade on and it can be an encouragement to you um, because, man, we, we were not created to be alone. Mm-hmm. That's not the way the Lord put us together. And so um, it's such... It's going to be painful and uncomfortable at times, but it's such a beautiful thing and a healing thing for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, Heather, like, honestly, what are like the benefits that you see people having from being in community? I, <clears throat> excuse me, I was just thinking um, how richly we are blessed mm-hmm. when we are obedient. Yeah. Um, and when we're walking in the confines of what scripture tells us to do, how God designed this life, how God designed life for us and in this world. And how do we live as believers who are made for heaven? Mm. How do you live in this world? Mm. Um, brought me to Hebrews 10, 24 and says, and let us consider how to stir one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as a habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near, um, and until this very conversation, that scripture has always been like, oh, you're supposed to go to church. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know about y'all, but on Sunday mornings, I, a lot of times I feel like my hair's on fire. The kids are running everywhere. <laughs> the husband's getting hangry. I'm getting hangry. Like, it's just like, there's just stuff and people and there's a crowd and there's this whole thing. And I'm just like, okay, we got to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see you guys next week. I'm not encouraging anybody. Mm. I'm ready to eat. Yeah, I want somebody. I want some kind of waitress in some place yeah. to encourage me with food. Um, but if you would like to go to lunch with us, let us know. Yeah, we're always right. going out on Sundays. Yeah. Um, but how I just feel like going my going to church on Sundays doesn't necessarily bring me to obey the scripture, mm. where we're meeting together to encourage each other. And I every we lead the Thursday night groups, and every Thursday I'm praying on my way from work to group. Lord, I just pray that everyone would leave tonight encouraged and uplifted and feeling so filled with your spirit that they are so glad that they came. 
um, I have to pray that for myself because mm-hmm. some, do I want to get off work and go straight to community group and grab Chick-fil-A and here, eat your nuggets, hurry up, we gotta go kind of situation? Not every week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has become such a place of comfort and encouragement that it's just our rest, you know, mm-hmm. um, even though we might want to make sure the house is clean and just FYI, like they know you live there. Um, I'm accepting that too. Like, Oh yeah, there's some dishes in my sink. <laughs> like, okay. This We're is real, real life. People. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And love me more by telling me how many dishes are in your sink too. Absolutely. <laughs> Cause I always feel like I'm the only one. Um, yeah. Community groups. You don't have to have your house. Perfect. No, <laughs> I got over that after like week three. I was like, okay, this is, just, it's not happening. Um, yeah. What was the question you asked me? That's where no. I went with it. Yeah. <laughs> I already had a thought. I'm oh, no, just talking about the benefits that you see people having from being in, in a community. Yeah. Just yeah. all that encouragement yeah. of like, you know, you go in on Sundays and you sometimes, you know, you feel like hopefully you feel like the pastor kind of stepped on your toes a little bit and mm-hmm. you're feeling some conviction and some um, hope in the gospel and those kind of things. But um sometimes you might not always feel like that hit the exact spot that you needed this week. It's amazing how the Lord works. And a lot of times you do. Um, but sometimes you're going through something really hard and you need that encouragement in your group because your group knows like, Oh yeah. Like let's apply the scripture in here for you. And you know, that just the extra encouragement that you can get, but also how fulfilling it is to be able to give that encouragement and be, um, somebody who's lifting somebody else up. Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel like we keep kind of brushing against it a little bit. I think in case it started off talking about, you know, putting on a facade and like just the importance of being vulnerable, uh, being real, um, I think we, we had talked about it, Nicole, in our, our last podcast, talking about really real relationships. And we had talked about, you know, having your house clean and what does that look like and, and stuff like that. Like, how how important is it to be real? And in, in not only just community groups, or be in community alone. Like, how important, you know, being vulnerable and such is? Well, how much do you want to get out of it? Because mm. mm. I feel like, yeah. you know, Yikes. aside <laughs> it from it being like just a worldly principle of like you get what you give, but... If you expect relationship, then you have to be willing to be in relationship. And I feel like this is like one area of my life where I'm really good at being vulnerable and then being like, bye. (laughs) 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 That was really a lot. Here's my verbal dump of everything. And then it's like, I'm too awkward to accept the love and whatever. (laughs) But um, really, because I attend the Friday night community group and I love it because there is a variety of personalities there is a variety of walks of life. You know, our community group goes from like, you know, engaged couples all the way to some of the oldest members of the church that we have. And it's um, well seasoned. Well seasoned. Yes. That's a good yes. word. Wise. Very wise. <laughs> <laughs> but the personality and the conflict is real. Yeah. And it's it really just drives home Proverbs 27 17 iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another Mm. and how when we commit to be vulnerable and to get real in relationship like that is iron sharpening iron and you don't get that if you don't do it yeah and I think that's been something so convicting for me is that idea of you crave more relationship or you crave more of anything are you willing to give it Mm. because if you're not willing to give it first then why are you going to receive it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the grace of the Lord is sufficient and he gives us things we do not deserve every day. But Amen. as you are even in your own friendships and relationships, like challenge yourself to go deeper. Even if the people you're surrounded with aren't there yet, like you get there by opening that door and um, it can be very rewarding. Oh yeah. You. Yeah. If I could uh, say one of the same things I said, on the Really Real Relationships podcast, just in case anybody skipped one. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and listen. <laughs> um, I heard, oh shoot, what, it was in the book, um, the Life and Community book that all the community group leaders are reading, um, that a lot of times we don't feel loved mm. because no one actually knows us. Mm. Even though all of your friends are like, you know, giving you a hug every time they see you and like, oh, it's your birthday, I want to take you out, or oh, it's like, you know, this and that and whatever. 
no one actually knows you. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, they don't, they don't really know me. So they don't really love me. They're just being nice. Mm-hmm. And, but if they really know you, I promise you like the deepest relationships I have are people that I talk about sin with and the people yeah. that I talk mm-hmm. about marriage struggles and the people that I talk about like anxiety or whatever with all the time. And they really know me and I can guarantee you they really love me. Mm-hmm. And that song again, um, mm-hmm. Oh, Casey, I know. Yeah, known by <laughs> the, well the one that's uh like oh he who knows me most loves oh, me most oh, i yeah. am your i cry yeah, every I'm time at beloved. that little part yes <laughs> and i'm like the more people know you the more they're mm-hmm. gonna love you like because they're yeah. gonna see like oh their dishes in your sink too <laughs> you know what i mean like it we feel so alone because we think we're the only one going through something mm-hmm. i guarantee you i would give you a thousand dollars if you're the only one going through it like mm-hmm. everyone is going through it yeah. everybody's going through something yeah if they haven't yet they will or you know they already have if you know maybe they've overcome it and they can say like this book was such a help to me or you know like I know exactly how you feel I can relate and how comforting is that and so that is what community groups or just community it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be like some official formal church set community group small group thing like you can have community where you are Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely I was going to say too and it opens up the door to actually for community groups specifically but like you said, community in all aspects. One, you're going to search for community somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where are you searching for community at? And then two, it opens up the door for you to invite people. So say you have someone that is at arm's length for a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Well, community groups during the week, community in general, is such a huge part to be able to just invite your invite your friend or invite that coworker over invite that mom you met at the park or whatever to just come and hang out and then just plant seeds and let the Lord do his thing. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I was preparing this week, wasn't a whole lot of preparation. I kept asking Catherine, what questions can I prepare for? Pop-Tarts. I'm, I'm yeah. like, if she would have gave me Pop-Tarts. The I, preparation would have been way different. I would have brought Pop-Tarts. Uh, I know. <laughs> you play. I got frosted strawberry in my pantry at home, so I could have brought them. Uh, but no, Your midnight snacks going to be. Oh, probably not. I need to be good. But, um, you know, we talked about how you're, um, Nicole, I'm pointing to you like everybody can see us. Um your community group is consisted of a variety of seasons and I kept going to Romans 12 and it talked about how we have many members within the church. We have many members within our groups and they all offer something. Mm. They all offer different walks of life. They all uh, offer different seasons. What you've been through, Catherine, I may not have been through, but you're going to be able to help someone else Mm. or Devin or Nicole or Heather or anyone else that is listening. Um, Sometimes you think that the struggle that you're going through, like Heather said, Oh, I'm the only one going through this. I'm not going to talk about it, but no, you know, God will persevere you and like pull you through so that you can be there for someone else. And that's the beauty of community, Mm -hmm. whether it's within a church setting or, or not, that's the beauty of community being Mm -hmm. vulnerable and letting people just in and know you. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that it comes even with it when you start to kind of get to know people on a vulnerable level, it's like, there's good things you're going to be talking about. And there's also a lot of hard things you're going to be talking about. And so, but that's the beauty of it all. You don't just get that one side, you get both sides. And that's, you know, uh, I am, I will say, I probably said this in the call a thousand times, but like, I'm a person that like, I love it to be sunny all the time. I want daisies and roses, (laughs) but it's like, right. It's so much better. It's so much better, but it's like, but it's, but it's not real. It's like, you know, if you want the real stuff, you got to ha- talk about the hard things. You got to go deep. And because um, there's so much beauty in that, because we think that there's beauty always, you know, people always say it's always on the mountaintop. Like you want to get there, but like the growth is in the valley, valley. you know? Um, and unfortunately we don't, we don't say that enough. And um, so I feel like as community group leaders, you probably get to see that firsthand. So Devin, like, what are some of the beauties and hardships of being a community group leader? Well, so um, I was just sitting here thinking, like, I'm one of those people who, if you only show me sunshine and rainbows, mm. like, I'm sitting there thinking, but but 
what's the real story? Mm. That's not real. This isn't real. You're not being real. Mm. Your hair always looks perfect and you're always like, your clothes are ironed. Like, what's going on? Like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) like, I'm not looking at anybody in particular right now, just so anybody knows. Um, But like, (laughs) and I, I think it was, I grew up in a family where like the mess of life was normal. It was normalized, right? Mm. Like, things happen in life and and we deal with them together that kind of thing and it's very helpful as an adult to know that you're not expected to be perfect right but um i think that's the beauty of of community and living in that right i would say almost everyone in our group has been has been going through something that was extremely hard for them this year and and it almost seems like we've take, taken turns being the member who feels weakest at that moment. Mm-hmm. And everybody else rallies behind them and is their strength in that time. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not like it's a bunch of other members standing beside them or behind them going, I don't know what's wrong with you. It's, hey, that sounds really hard. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. Can I do this or that for you? Will that make it easier for you this week just to take off like the mental load that you got going on or, hey, I'll pray for you or, you know, just small things um, that make us feel more like a community than we did before that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as people bring up things in their life that are hard, that vulnerability binds us together tighter than we were before. Mm-hmm. Um and then I think of my own struggles, like I, I joked with you guys when I showed up today that, you know, um, it, it's just been one of those weeks for me. Um, I'm, it's no secret, if you know me well, that I, I deal with anxiety and depression. And the first thing that hits me when I'm in a bad spot is loneliness, mm. right? I'm somebody who leads a community group. I'm, I'm somebody who always wants people to come over to my house, Right. Um, bring in the community, um, have close friends, what or try. And the devil strikes out at me every time Mm. with intense loneliness, very first, Mm. which is the thing that tells me just how important community is in those dark places. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's really the beauty of if you go through the struggles together, you really understand how much God is giving us when he gives us that community. Yeah. Right. I think we've talked about it before too, but like just how many times the scripture says one another and how we need one another. Like, yes, we are all journeying on in our journey toward the cross and salvation and like it's being worked out in us, but we do that together. And there's been many a time, even in DNA, which is like a subset of our community group where the men will meet or the women will meet, where it's just like a whole mess of broken ladies. Mm. <laughs> yes. We are all pushing each other toward the gospel because sometimes it's hard to believe it for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's hard to point yourself to it. But when someone else can lift up your arm, just like Aaron lifted up the arm of Moses, like, no, you can do this and we're mm-hmm. going to do it together. And I just... I'm so in awe of the heart of God toward us to give us that gift. Cause mm-hmm. like that is a huge gift in all of our lives. And I think one of the main things about good community is that it points us to Christ Yeah, and it pushes us to be more like Christ. Cause we joke around, we goof off, but I can guarantee you <laughs> that conversation is going to turn toward where are you sinning mm-hmm. yeah. and are you repenting yep. really quickly? Yeah. And um, I've been blown away even at the growth in my husband's life since we moved here and since we joined this church and we joined community. And it's just like, man, God is real. Mm. As if I didn't already know that, but like <laughs> really real. Mm. And really as real. weird as it seems, it really is an honor to burden, to, to carry other people's burdens. Yeah. Like that yeah. sounds weird, but it really is because that's what we were made to help each other. Mm-hmm. We were, I'm, I'm honored to, I want you to carry my burdens. I'm honored to carry yours. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's so much lighter. It when is more than one person. Yeah, carrying. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's so natural too in our flesh and where the enemy attacks us to keep us thinking that if you open that door and if you take that step of vulnerability and if you broach that conversation, then it's going to be like crickets or 
rejection Mm -hmm. and the fear of rejection or maybe even past experience and rejection just keeps you from doing that. I would encourage anybody listening today that if you face that and you're, you're a part of a good solid church to try again because it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Reach out, reach out to someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're, You're not alone. Yeah. I think, um, that's so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's so much in my I was like, gosh, this all is so freaking good. Um, but it just shows like just like I said, the importance of being in community. And and honestly, just, you know, just ma- it's scary. You know, it's like you were saying, like, I feel like because we're all we're all called to be in community. And so um, the, the enemy de- definitely does not want us to be in community. He wants us to like, no, 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 you need to, you know, you're lonely. You need to be alone, all these different things. And so um, and so I feel like in those moments, he he heightens all that stuff. And so, but, you know, I would say just continue to push through that. Just take that first step in community because it will be scary and it will be hard at times, but it's such a beautiful thing. And, you know, I was even thinking today when I was thinking about community groups and such, and just when I first started going and like at the time, like, like I said, it was very opposite of what I was used to with my family and the church that I grew up in. And, you know, it was very scary, you know, being vulnerable and and saying all these things, but there's so much beauty into it. And also too, and I've gotten to see for the past 10 years, just even with community group leaders and, and, and just seeing the benefits of how community groups have helped people. Um, like Devin was saying, like rallying around when you know someone's down, like what can we do to help you? Like I, I, we have seen that time and time again in this church. Um, and then plus you just, sometimes when you don't know what people are going through and how you can be a help to them, just even the simplest things. And I've said this story before, but I, it's one of my favorite stories, but, um, but even just like, opening up your home can mean a lot to somebody because they're like, I'm not used to that. Or just showing love is such a huge, huge thing that people don't ever, ever realize. Um, like, uh, Casey was saying, like they open up their house a lot to people. Like that is true. Like they are an open house. You can go and talk with them or anything. And when I f- first started coming and she already knows the story, but like, uh, when I first started coming, we had dinner. Um, I think it was just getting together. I don't know if it was anything special, but like, I remember <laughs> what did we do? I, I don't remember. I remember the ending, but I don't remember the beginning at all. Uh, but I remember what did just, we eat. I don't know. Pop tarts. <laughs> Waffles. <Probably. laughs> but when, when I left out the, uh, the dry, um, the, um, garage, I remember they said, Hey, we love you. And bye. And I was just like, I didn't say it back. I so I said it back, but very awkwardly. I was like, I love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> like as she's walking away, <laughs> finger gun. <laughs> I think you were loving on us in in the sense of I think you may have came to dinner, mm. or maybe you helped us with our children that night. I don't I remember. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't know. Catherine is yeah. awesome. So. Ooh, yeah. That's debatable. But she is. <laughs> See, um, awesome. still can't accept it. <laughs> Be humble. <laughs> the conversation's Love you. not for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know, Casey. You're um, supposed to say back. I love you. T- oh, I love oh. you. T- I love you. I've gotten better now, but I remember like when I did, cause like I, my family, we didn't say that growing up. It was like, I even thought about that the other day. I was like, I remember always telling my parents like, Hey, good night. I love you. But they, they would say good night, but they would never say it back. And I was like, but it, I never realized that until a couple of days ago. I was like, Oh, I said, maybe that's why I stopped saying it when I got mm-hmm. older. Uh, but it was like, that was so uncommon for me to hear. Mm-hmm. And so when I heard these people that like I had, hadn't known super, super long say that I was like, well, that was weird. I was like, <laughs> how am I supposed to take that? <laughs> but it was like, but I remember just to drive home, I was like very like, like uh, frazzled, but it was just like, but I, I felt so loved. Like it made me feel incredible. And I was like, oh, wow, like that's cool. I could probably start saying that now. And it's like, I remember when I first started saying it, it felt so weird. But then like now I, I, I say it all the time now, but like, but that was so helpful for me. And like, so that's why, like I said, being in a community is such a beautiful thing. It can be scary times. Like I was scared. Like when I first started coming to GCC, like I wasn't with my family, like my family, you know, we went to churches all growing up. That was the first time that I went to a church by myself. I didn't barely knew anybody. And then all of a sudden now people are loving me. Mm. I was doing that with air quotes. <laughs> air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> so like it was so shocking, but it was so much beauty. Like, that I will be forever grateful for that, you know, constantly taking those first steps, even though I'm being scared and such like, um, it, there's so much beauty 
in that that I, I never knew that I could ever experience. But it's just, once again, God showing his love through people, mm-hmm. through community. Yeah. And um, I, so I would just say, like, Nicole, like, how important is it to make time for community? Because I feel like you have to make time for any of that to happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> That is true. Yeah. Um, it is vitally important to make time to make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think people who work full-time and have kids probably uh, <laughs> are sage experts in this topic <laughs> of how do you make the time and is it important to make the time. But I know when you don't put priority on it, it's so easy to be like, oh... And when you miss one, oh, and then you yeah. miss another. And then it's like, you just withdraw. Yeah. And um, I've been there, done that yeah. several <laughs> times. But that's also the beauty of relationship and community because they don't let you go for long. Nope. Before there's a text, a call, and a knock on your door. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it's like, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> you can't get away from love. Because it really is love. And it's yeah. loving to go after people who are struggling with that, you know. Because... Mm-hmm. We all fall prey to sin Mm -hmm. and our own devices and, you know, withdrawing and all of that is something that I think would be easy for anyone of us to do at any moment in time. Mm -hmm. And then to also know that about the people you're in community with, you know, when they disappear or when they put on that face or when the answers just get super surfacey, like, yeah, everything's (laughs) great. Maybe, maybe they're like subconsciously wishing that you would go just a little bit farther, Mm -hmm. but yeah. I am just sitting over here thinking, dare I say, it's straight up disobedient not to be in Mm. community. Mm. You're being disobedient. Yeah. God says, be in community. Do not neglect to meet together. The body is important to all be together. Like, how good is your arm if it's not attached to your body? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and more, more. More importantly, good luck to the arm. Yeah. You're going to lose all of your blood. That arm is not going to work anymore. It's not going to function. I mean, we could go on about how important it is, but you're being straight up disobedient if you're not in community. Yeah. Preach. Um, I'm preaching. (laughs) (laughs) I am. But I'm also preaching to myself because that's one of the hardest things to me that I have faced as a community group leader of those who haven't quite experienced the beauty and the life of community. Mm. And so I don't think that anybody's like, God says be in community and I'm not, and I'm going to put my foot down, you know, like nobody's trying to be disobedient in that. Um, I think it's like you were saying like, Oh, well we have this this week or, Oh, you know, like we have to do the birthday dinner on Thursday. That's so all, what you're saying is that you can make time for all the things that you want to make time. Uh-huh. For. So where's mm-hmm. your, my, my encouragement is where's your, where's your priority? Right. Like, that's yeah. kind of what it, and, but you, to experience it, you need to get into it. Yeah. You have to and, really try. And see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. always, I'm always encouraging like people that are seeking community, um, asking questions about community, um, new parents, seasoned parents, like n- empty nesters, anything like just make it a priority, mm-hmm. put it in your calendar that's what we're going to do even here on summer break, like Wednesdays. So we try to do tonight. I'm here. I usually, we are Wednesday group. Um, usually on our calendar, if we're scheduling something and we're on community break, Wednesdays are already carved out for things. Exactly. So we just plug them into there. Uh, if you have small children, Hey guys, it's okay. If your kids go to bed later mm. on a community group night, they're not going to fall apart. <laughs> they may act like they're going to fall apart. <laughs> in somebody else's home it's okay scoop them up underneath your armpit i don't care been there done that take them you know put them in your car car seat they have latches for a reason in car seats like <laughs> but um well. after yeah. a couple of weeks guess what it'll they're be gonna okay figure it out. they're not yeah. gonna do and then when anymore. you miss community okay. group or you don't have it hey my kids have cried because <laughs> they hate y'all and i don't use hate all the time but they loathe when we're on community group break Mm. because they miss it Mm -hmm. they want to be with their friends they Mm want to be with the adults that are there they want to see us worshiping together they want and 
to eat a meal mm-hmm. together. They want to, you know, they just want to be in community. Yeah. My four-year-old the other night was like, mom, is it community group day? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, we're taking a little break since we're on our, our summer break right now. And she was like, oh, so, I mean, even at four, yeah. I mean, they look forward to it. They might not like Wednesday nights because I'm like, hey, you got to get cleaned up. And that's okay. <laughs> but they, I'm like, well, do you want your friends to come over tomorrow? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they go, like, they, they absolutely love it. Yeah. At the end of the day, you have to make it a priority. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, like you was just saying, Casey, of like, you know, you, when you tell people, you know, making that priority for everyone, like, what would y'all all collectively say if someone is thinking about joining a community group who's wanting to be in community but very fearful like what would you say to that person we are not scary mm. yeah yeah not alone <laughs> yeah am yeah. i that scary no i'm joking <laughs> oh man do you go want, ahead no, no go ahead got, yeah. i there there i've had several things and of course like none of the big things are coming into my brain right now but i could take like ladies retreat for example god was telling me to do it I knew it was going to be good for me. So I say, okay, Lord, I'm scared. I don't want to open up to these people. I don't want to anybody to really know me. I don't want anybody to know my mess. So I'm going to trust that because your word says this is good for me, that you're going to protect me and you're going to help me. Mm. And I'm just being real honest with the Lord. And then you get in your car and you drive Mm. and you go do it. And I know the Lord well enough to know that he is not going to ruin your life. (laughs) He's not going to devastate you. He is not going to leave you high and dry. He is not going to forsake you. I mean, he has proven himself to me time and time again. I don't doubt him anymore. I mean, I I just, I don't have any fear of like what's going to happen because it's going to be very good. Even the hardest seasons of my life. That hard, taking that hard step to open up to somebody else, taking that hard step to, you know, go, going through these life altering and life difficulties in the past. He has taken me exactly where he wanted me to be. And it's beautiful. And if I were anywhere else right now in this very moment, I would not be me. And I love where he has brought me and he's going to do that same thing. Mm -hmm. So grip tight to the Lord. He, he will be your strength and he is not, if his word tells you to do it, it is not going to be bad for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 It may not be easy, but it definitely is something that he gives a strength. He gives a provision and there's a place for you in that. You're not by yourself. You're not alone. You're not, even though it's scary and afraid, like fearful and all of those things that you might feel, everyone else has felt that too. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that's different is time. Yeah. You know, so you have to start one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. and be obedient. I yeah. love what you had to say because it is disobedience. Mm-hmm. And I think that through through repentance and submission to the Lord in that, that God, if you have called me to do this and you're going to give me the strength and equip me to do it. Mm-hmm. And then believing that and walking it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say I, if you have ever walked into a community group for the first time in your life. I. I. All of us. I. Yeah. All of Multiple us. Multiple ones. Yes. We've all done it for the first time. And yeah. we've all yeah. like, I, I think being part of this church and growing and, you know, I have used to be much more of an introvert now than I, then than I was now, but coming to this church wasn't easy for me. Like mm-hmm. I was still kind of kicking and screaming saying, Hey babe, we're actually going to move on the other side of the state because <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> like I want to go home, you know? And it, he called a fraternity brother. He's like, I think Wyatt Martin lives in Fayetteville. And he called Wyatt and Wyatt was like, we actually have community group tonight out in Brooks when we were currently living in Brooks and we're like oh my gosh we're living in Brooks like how much more does God have to say (laughs) to community you know so we started going to church from we went to community group first and we had a three-week-old baby that was like I took her on the little light thing when they have jaundice Mm -hmm. and you know like I mean I'm talking like if anybody had an excuse I had just three weeks prior to that I was in ICU on a ventilator so like if anybody had an excuse not to go I'm raising my hands in the air it was me Mm -hmm. but 
Heather wanted to get it out of the house. Yeah, mm. Brett's like, we're going, go. And I was like, <laughs> I am shy and I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to meet anybody. I just had a baby. This baby's going to cry. And we get, duh, 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 duh. and God was like, shut up and get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going and you're going to love it. And here I am. Mm. And we love children at this church. Yes, so yeah, we will love on your babies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't drink the water. And <laughs> 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 they're done that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I think with this podcast, it shows just how much, how important it is to be in community. Um, there's there's so many benefits of it, of just intending it, leading a community group, uh, being vulnerable, being honest um, on your good days and our bad days, even the days when you, you don't want to go to community group. I've had those days. But then when you go and you're like, oh, I'm so glad I went. Like, that was mm-hmm. so those refreshing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Super encouraging. <laughs> Um, cause I feel like the Lord knows what we need at that time. And so even though we're like, no, nah, I'd rather just sit and chill on the couch. The Lord's <laughs> like, um, I'm, you need to go to this. I'm like, this would be very <laughs> encouraging. It would be uplifting to your heart. Um, but once again, shows how loving God is and, um, how, how undeserving we are of his love that he even does it through people and through the church and everything. It, it's such, it's so incredible and so encouraging that he doesn't leave us alone, that he's with us constantly, but he also has other people in our lives showing us that we are not alone, that we have people that are lifting us up, that are encouraging us. And um, I'm just, will be forever grateful to the Lord for that. I'm very grateful for the church that I attend that has shown me what family is, what showed me what love is and encouragement. Um, so if you're not in a community group, like I said, it, it will be scary in the beginning, but man, it will be worth it, you know? Um, and it will be so uplifting to your life in ways you'll never even understand yeah. um so i hope anyone who listens to this podcast hopefully this was encouraging to you hopefully um this encouraged you to get into a community group uh whether if you're listening from our church and not a part of it uh casey charlesbury will get you plugged in real quick sure, <laughs> sure will <laughs> wherever you need to go um but if you're even listening and you're not a part of a church like get get a go to, you should go to church it's really great but um being in a community, like I said, will change your life and it will be so beneficial. And so, um, please don't try to do life alone. It is not worth it. And it is hard. Um, it's still gonna be hard with people around, but it will, it's, it's going to be a whole lot easier. Better when you're together. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I will say too, I, so when we first started coming to this church, I don't want to pretend like we just jumped in this community group and oh my gosh, tonight, like it's been 24 <laughs> hours and we have the deepest relationships and yeah. all these people love me and I love all of them. I, of course, like I said, had just had a new baby and like life was hard and there's just this whole thing. We can grab coffee and I'll tell you all about it if anybody cares. <laughs> but um, we went through several years of not having community mm-hmm. and or not just not feeling like we had like that tight community. We were going to community groups, but I don't think I was opening myself up enough to let people know me, to feel like people love me. And I was also very much like, why am I here? Why is this happening to me? Why are we on this side of the state and not the other side where my family, you know, me. <laughs> um, but I think one morning I woke up and God was like, when have you invited anybody over for dinner? Wow. Mm. Why are you over there pouting? Because mm. you don't have these tight, re- what are you doing to try to get that? Mm. And so I, now try to encourage people don't sit around and wait for community to show up at your door. Yes. Yep. yes. It's Absolutely. very much like, that's what I was doing. And then I, I all, honestly, I'm going to say this out loud. Y'all don't be mad at me. Mm. But there were times where I was talking to Brett about like, should we look at other churches? Mm. I just feel so alone. Mm. Like, why is my walk with the Lord so dry? And then so I'm sh- then I'm starting to try to blame GCC. <laughs> like, no, bro. It's because you've got your door closed mm. and you are just so focused on yourself and why is nobody pounded down my door to come and help me like mm-hmm. and so then I'm like you know what um, even Catherine was one of my first ones to start like hey let's go to dinner and we started doing dinner just the two of us every now and then and you know like starting to hang out and reach out and like have people over and do those things and it changed my life yeah to for me to be like okay whose door am I knocking down like mm-hmm. if I feel this way if you feel that she way feels that way other people feel yeah. that way yeah. for sure absolutely yeah. Mm. I think that's such a vital life skill right mm-hmm. there. Yes. Oh, yeah. And this introverted girl still learning that. 
<laughs> Embrace the awkward. Yeah. Ask somebody to lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Practice with your husband. Invite you someone to. over to dinner. It's the perfect, like, unawkwardness that you can. Like, mm-hmm. share a meal. You know, there's going to be chit chat. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I mean, I, I, man, I resonate with that so much, Heather. Um, I remember when I first started coming to GCC, like I was the first person, like I would, 10, 15 when it started, I was here, I, like in the door. So that way no one could talk to me. I can just mm-hmm. go right and sit into the congregation. And then like I would leave as soon as they say amen. Like I was not, I was like, this is too much. I'm, I'm too fresh, too new. I don't know anyone. And so, but I had the same mindset. I'm like, why is anyone talking to me, man? It's like, I feel like. <laughs> Now Come she's on. leading a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but then I had that realization. I was like, maybe you should go say something to someone else. And so I started going out and talking to people and then like things started happening. Mm-hmm. And like, but in my mind, I'm thinking like, they should, it's natural. Like we're in a church. You should come talk to me. We should come talk to everybody. But it's like, no, you also have to make those steps mm-hmm. as well. Um, but like you were saying, like y'all just said, like invite someone to lunch, invite someone to dinner. Like you never know what i mean we talked about it in the the podcast before this one with nicole it's like that one dinner you never thought would be something turns into be it could be a beautiful friendship mm-hmm. that you have no idea could start so it's like start somewhere and then see where it leads that and that's just the beauty of community to people getting together and how much you're going to grow and how many people are going to come around that because they want to see they have that same feeling and such and so um yeah take that that leap of faith mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, it's so it. worth it I think it's also really encouraging because it gives you a view of the true church. Because mm. I think, you know, the church gets a lot of scrutiny from the outside about, you know, you're all just a bunch of hypocrites and you're all a bunch of this and that. And it's like, yes, that's true. <laughs> but community group is a great practical way to really walk out the gospel mm. and to really walk out like that church in Acts where we have all things in common and where our needs are met by one another. And it's not just like, some socialistic dream or something but it's literally hey this member of our community group is struggling they don't have a car they don't have this and to see how the lord has already provided in the Mm -hmm. hearts of the people in that group to cover that need is amazing yeah and um seeing that happen has just been encouraging because it's like the holy spirit is at work in the hearts of his people yeah Mm -hmm. and it's a practical way to to experience that to be a part of that but to be ministered and lifted up by that and um i've reaped the benefits of community the last couple of months moving and my parents moving here and people showing up at my house when i'm not even there like to unload a moving truck like y'all don't even know (laughs) don't even know how grateful i am how grateful my parents are whom haven't even met any of Mm y'all like i mean my mom's met a couple of you but um yeah so it's the book of acts played out yes and Mm. it's really beautiful to watch Mm. and i think that for people who have church hurt or who are not a part of a church because church is not i don't have to go to church to be a christian i just need my relationship with jesus like i know we've already covered the fact that that's straight disobedience but let the church be the true church yeah and you know our expectations and what we think and what we deserve keep us from reaching out you know Mm. it's like I've been in a lot of situations where people are like, oh, I just wanted a deeper relationship with you. But I'm like, I never knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't pick up on the social cue to know that your glances from the cross <laughs> room might come talk to me. During the middle <laughs> of my sermon. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Promise is not. I'll come talk to you. Sure. Just like, you know. Tell me. Maybe you got to come talk to me first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. But. Y'all, this has been a fantastic conversation, as we say. It, I'm it, sure it, we could go on. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. On. Oh, yeah. But yeah. the list of people that I'm about to text to see if they want to come over for dinner is so long in my head. <laughs> I'm going to pray for Brett. I know. Ooh, bless him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As we say at, at the end of every podcast, that is, it's a great conversation. And like I said, I, I hope that this is beneficial for anyone listening. And I hope you were able to pick up something from this podcast that is helpful for you, that makes that encourages you to want to be in a community. Um, because I, like I said, it will change your life, but it will change it so much for the better. And so, um, please reach out. Even if you're like, Hey, I'm not even a part of your church, but I want to be a part of church. I want to be a part of these community groups. Uh, we have an email address that you can reach out or come to our church, gospel community church here in Fettville. Uh, but it's, uh, be still and grow podcast. podcast. I was going to say, yeah. Yes. And if you are a church looking for more information on how mm. to get a community yeah. group started, 
Casey would love out. to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I would we can love get you to forward your, your email <laughs> to Charles. <laughs> to Charles no, he is wonderful at it. He spends a lot of time, you know, just praying and seeking God for, for that. And the community group leaders, they don't just... Like, you don't have to be uh, skilled in every single area, but mm-hmm. he does a wonderful job yeah. at um, putting forth a training mm-hmm. just to walk through the, the group leaders. Because it is a lot, yeah. but it's a good thing. Yeah. It's, it's a good thing. Yeah. And if you're a part of GCC already and you want to be a group leader, <laughs> you oh, should yes. also reach out. Absolutely. <laughs> we will get you connected to Charles and Casey Bird also. Yeah. Hopefully this um, has lightened the load of what the expectation is on that as well. Mm. Absolutely. Um, well, thank you, ladies, for coming onto the podcast. We've enjoyed having you, Devin and Casey. Um, as we like to do with every podcast, we like to end it with prayer. And Casey, would you please pray us out? Absolutely. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this group of ladies in particular. Um, I thank you so much for putting it on their hearts to in- invite me personally and to invite Devin so that we could just uh, be able to utilize what you have already blessed us with, that the gift of community. Um, Lord, we cannot do anything um, in ourselves uh, that you have placed this love and desire within us. And I'm praying that you would place this love and desire into the hearts of um every person at Gospel Community Church um, and for others that are listening that uh, are yearning uh, are, are feeling or feeling hopeless or um, feeling alone that you are beginning to stir that that they need community and that they don't have to walk whatever they're going through alone that you can be uh, the center of their joy and that they can have other people around them pointing them to you each and every day uh, so Lord I thank you for this evening I thank you for being able to uh, speak um, the, the truth in the Bible that you have given us. Uh, what an honor and privilege it is to to be able to read and to be able to um, to quote things that are that we have read. Lord, I thank you for um, just the sheer fact of uh, being able to uh, be in community with these ladies personally. Uh, and so, Lord, I pray for uh, many, many uh, more years to be able to know and to grow with them. Uh, and my prayer is that for everyone listening, um, that we would just stop and be still and allow you to grow within our lives. And so we love you and we ask all these things in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening. Please email us at be still and grow podcast at gmail.com with your questions, comments, ideas, and prayer requests. For more content from Gospel Community Church, check out the training day podcast hosted by David Sandridge. This is Catherine and Nicole. Join us next time. We'll save you a seat. Till then, be still and grow. grow.